0: Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy, and I'm a reformed Hallmark hater. Today, we're discussing Autumn in the Vineyard as part of our fall fan favorite review series. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram. You can find us. Both as at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. Jump into our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark. I will leave a link in our show notes. And hey, if you ever want to just email us, we read emails too. Wendy at gmail.com. Yes, ma'am. Let's jump right into Autumn in the Vineyard with a synopsis. All right. Well, I'm really hoping that this movie fares better than our first fall fan favorite. hmm Autumn in the Vineyard. When Frankie and Nate both have a claim to ownership of Sorrento Farm, they are forced to divide the farm right down the middle and work the fields along with each other to bring the harvest leading up to the best wine competition at the annual Autumn Harvest Festival. Holy cow, did an AI write this? This is so long. Too much. Only this rivalry won't be settled in the fields. Stars, Rachel Lee Cook. And- oh. Oh. Brenda and Penny. So suggestive. I know, really. Deuce and nose. Oh, okay. Autumn in the Vineyard first premiered on the Hallmark Channel on October 8th, 2016. And is the first in a series of three movies. The following movies were called Summer in the Vineyard, which premiered in 2017, and Valentine in the Vineyard from 2019. Shout out Julie Sherman Wolf. Yeah. She wrote the second one. I don't think she's the writer for the third one. But um, what's that guy's name? What's that director? Ingram? Peter. No, it's not Peter Ingram. Okay. What is it? He did all the Wedding Veil vale movies, except I mean, for one. It's not Peter Ingram? You want to bet? Terry Ingram. Terry oh. <laughs> Ingram. Ah, uh, that's it. Terry Ingram. He did Valentine in the Vineyard. So I mean, like, wow. a, like a good director for like a third movie. Don't you think so? Are you suggesting a third movie is like a throwaway? Yeah, I am. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, and listen, I'm um, I was watching this movie, and I didn't know it was part of a series. had no idea Me either until Hallmark Movie Network like served up the next one, and I was like, "Oh, good, there's a sequel here. Oh, oh good. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> I'd be so disappointed if you did not like this movie. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Marina Adair, she is a number one national best-selling author. She wrote the 2013 romantic novel *Autumn in the Vineyard*, that this movie is based off mm. of. The script was written by Suzette Couture, who has 36 writing credits, including a movie I have seen from 2003 called *Martha Inc.*, the story of Martha Stewart, starring Sybil Shepherd. God, I was looking at these notes thinking I'd like to watch that movie. By the way, do you think we're picking up the gardener? you know my house your house they're everywhere not even mine <laughs> this movie was directed by scott smith who has 36 directing credits including frozen in love a movie we reviewed during our summer series also starring one rachel lee cook she wrote that movie too mm, i remember that i remember not liking that movie no. okay i'm not a rachel lee cook hater by any means no okay uh rachel lee cook speaking of stars as frankie baldwin she currently has 102 acting credits 14 producing credits and two upcoming projects in the work including a holiday movie called rescuing christmas but it is unconfirmed if this is for hallmark i have no idea it could go any. it could just be one of those production movies and just be sold anywhere you know yeah i don't know brendan penny plays nate deluca he was last seen in the wedding cottage that's a charming damn movie and last year's in merry measure penny in glasses team you you never watched that movie did you in merry measure it was so good i watched that movie oh you did we didn't review it on the podcast you watched that movie i went back because that movie did so well in our it had like a fan surge yeah and our Mm -hmm. countdown to christmas Mm -hmm. bracket Mm -hmm. like best Mm -hmm. movie it was like a contender real up there like final four maybe and so i was like i need to watch this movie and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Familiar face Laura Soltis plays Nate's mom, Carla DeLuca. We recently saw her in The Wedding Contract from the Summer and last year's favorite, Lights Camera Christmas. I adore this actor. Yeah. She has these dimples that I just wish I had. She, right here, oh, kind of like lower corner of the mouse chin. She's just so pretty. I and like I really her. enjoy her. Allie Liebert plays best friend Hannah. Allie has 97 action credits, but was last seen in Three Wise Men and a Baby from 2022. She's also directed Hallmark's The Holiday Sitter and North to Home. You know, I couldn't remember who she was in Three Wise Men and a Baby. Do you? Maybe she plays a friend. I don't huh. think she's a love interest. I'm like searching through my brain. Like, where were you? Were you a sister? Were you somebody? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Email us, Megan and Wendy at gmail. Yeah, somebody knows. Rides, Marcus Rossner plays Nate's brother, Marco. And I got to tell you, this movie, he brings that BDE too. Um, <laughs> he has four movies in post-production right now, according to IMDb, one fall-themed movie and three holiday movies. Going to be interesting where these end up. Yeah, isn't he in Luke McFarlane's movie? Yes, he is. Yes, ma'am. Were you surprised when Marcus Rossner came on screen? No. Oh, you knew. I knew who was in it. Uh, I mean, I saw, like, the names as I was watching it. Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a pleasant surprise. It's like a a bonus star. Mm. The shooting location for this film was the Riverstone Winery near Oliver and Osoyos in the South Okanagan Valley in British Columbia. I got to tell you, I looked up how to say those words. And you said them correctly. Thank you. You want to talk first impressions? I'm just so tired of the arguing. What? Between who? Oh my God, she was a raging bitch. This is the (laughs) third in a row where we get characters who hate each other and unfortunately we get the woman who's the meaner half of the pairing. I'm tired of it. It's too much back to back. So do you think it's because it's the older movies? Well, because Napa Ever After, which is a current movie, had a bickering couple turned romantic couple. Mm-hmm. This movie, the same. Mm-hmm. Last week's Falling For You, the same. Mm-hmm. So you just hate this trope. It's too much of it. I never am a big fan of this trope. We talked about it in Napa Ever After. I think it's hard to do it well mm-hmm. where I can believe when they start to bring the heat. Mm-hmm. I find it sometimes mean-spirited, and it's hard for me to get on board. So I oh. always, like, think of my own life in here, and I'm like, how many friends or romantic interests have I ever had in my life where we started out as enemies? Yeah, and the zero. number zero. zero. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, I understand. I, I hate it, too. I hate that they lean heavily into it. But I didn't think she was a raging bitch. Oh, I did. I thought she was an absolute... Oh, my God. Correct. We're going to come so to f- fisticuffs in this. Okay, tell me your first impression. Super disappointed that Brendan Penny wasn't wearing glasses in uh-huh. this movie. I mean, maybe I just like a dude of a certain age now. Like, he's got to put some readers on. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think Brendan <laughs> Penny happens to look fantastic in glasses, but looks pretty good without him, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about what you liked. I have a feeling it's not much. I couldn't. Okay, what did I like about this movie? If the answer is zero, no. then tell me. Uh, Kind of impressed with the smoky vineyard shots during the fire. Oh, well, we're going to talk about that. I got lots to say about that. I thought, I mean, the fact that the smoke cleared real quick was almost like they had it on rewind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the moment of the fire, I was impressed. Okay, let's talk about this. because. I have this in my like section as well. And, of course, you know, we live here in Southern California. We have a fire season, basically. Mm -hmm. We're We're in it. We are. Yeah. I was like, we're coming up on it. Um, I believe this story was to take place in California as well. I remember the mom saying Norman, California at one point. Uh, I don't know. if I just assumed they were in like the Napa Valley region. Yeah. Well, a lot of those areas get hit hard by fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, like, I just feel like fire is, like, on the forefront of my mind because, like, Maui just had those terrible mm-hmm. fires, like, f- and it's very scary for us this time of year with fire. It comes out of nowhere. It's very dangerous. Anyway, I thought that th- the storyline th- – felt very real mm-hmm. and realistic. Like, yes, of course their vineyards are going to be like under threat of fire. However, I found an article, don't ask me why, published by UC Davis and it mentions, and I'm quoting, grape vines are very resilient and do not burn easily. In many cases, the vineyards act like a fire break and are likely playing a beneficial role due to the fact that only a limited Limited number of wineries have been destroyed or significantly damaged by past fires that have surrounded them. Hmm. Counter to that, I go on to the Instagram for Riverstone Winery, where this movie was filmed. Mm. And the third picture in their grid is fire looming in the back. And it was basically like, I know the fires are challenging in our neck of the woods. We're still open. Mm I was like, so uh, I don't know. Like, how how often is fire a threat to vineyards? Well, I think there's two things going on, right? Because if there's fire burning in the region, nobody really wants to be standing in a vineyard that's smoky. Mm-hmm. And perhaps if there's fire burning in the region, it's going to cause road closures. Even if the vineyard might not necessarily be super threatened, mm-hmm. there's still fires. I mean, we know that fires happen there. Mm-hmm. Yes, So... It's interesting to know that maybe the vineyards themselves aren't under as direct an attack as this scene would have led us to believe. Right. And I got to tell you, I was not expecting fire in this movie no, and me I was either. like <gasps> like I was very worried. I l- I really enjoyed this part of the movie. I thought it was a really nice plot point. And I also liked when she picked up the phone and she's like, no, we're okay. Mm -hmm. And then it's her brother because her dad's vineyard has been damaged. That was a nice twist that I didn't see coming either. Yeah. Agree. So I enjoyed that part. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed so many things about this movie. (laughs) The scenery one Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. So pretty. I thought the acting was spot on. Can I oh, – let me just say something. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that she was – I thought she was mean-spirited. But I thought the dialogue was quippy and bantery and quick and entertaining and kept things moving. Mm-hmm. So. Well, you know, usually – I don't know if the listeners know this, but I know you know this. I always fall asleep watching mm-hmm. Homeward. Mm-hmm. I did, I stayed awake the wow. entire time and watched oh. this. I couldn't believe it. So it kept me interested. And I really enjoyed the family drama in this movie too. Like a – Capulet and Montague, Romeo and Juliet situation. Not even that. It was like the whole father-daughter storyline that I was invested in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, did you like anything else about this? I liked Allie Liebert as best friend Hannah. I thought she was a nice comic relief in this movie. I just, I enjoyed her as a counterpart to Frankie a sounding board. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, I thought in some cases she was like the more rational one. And in other cases she was like, why don't you get up on that? Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed her. Uh, speaking of co-stars I enjoyed, I really enjoyed the relationship between Frankie and her policeman brother. Yeah. I thought their banter was cleverly written. And they were very comfortable with each other. And I might throw a, a, deep, do- a, a deep cut in here. Huh? He reminded me of... Deputy Dewey? Do you know who I'm talking about? Maybe, no. Fans of the Scream movie would know him as uh, the Arquette. David Arquette. David Arquette Uh character. Yeah. Not as goofy, but like, you know. Small town cop. Small town cop on the scene. Yeah. Like pulling over his sister. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else did you like? That's it. Okay. Uh, My wish is obvious. I thought there was too much conflict. I thought it took her... Too long to come around to Nate, particularly because Nate wasn't behaving badly. I mm-hmm. mean, there were moments where he was like, this is my side. Do you want to use the kitchen? on hate to use the I hated all that. Yeah. But he was like, I'm going to make you a smoothie. Let me help you out. Do mm-hmm. you want me to check your sap? Like, yes, they were competing, but she was so defensive. And I get it because – she was coming from a place of not feeling like her dad believed in her. Yes. But she took that defensiveness out on Nate. It it went too far for me. So I don't – I didn't pick up any of that. I Even my husband was like, she's a real bitch. I thought that, like, they had this existing relationship as, like, high school sweethearts or whatever they right. were, right? And – but I didn't think it was, like – contentious between the two of them to where it bugged me well i would like every listener to hop into our facebook group and let us know did you find their relationship contentious or light-hearted old sweetheart bantery yeah i mean maybe i'm wrong here i don't i don't, I don't think there's a right one wrong it's just the vibe you it. get. now i will say like i didn't like when they were like Found out how does this even work that they both have claim to the to the winery? I don't. Someone has the deed. (laughs) I didn't really understand. I just was like, I'm just gonna let this all this slide here. Like, yeah, both parts a divorced couple thought they owned a winery and therefore were able to sell it. How do you not know if you own something? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that all worked. But, but when he was like insistent that it was his, I was like, stand down, dude. Mm. Like, I don't. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I not that he should roll over to her, but like stop assuming right. that you're she entitled was, to you're it. Used to having things getting going your, your way. way. Yeah, exactly. I I look. I didn't like any of that. But um, I was so disappointed in Frankie's dad's reaction when he learns she purchased Sorrento when she was like. Comes to him and was like, Remember how you always say you gotta like sling for the fences or whatever the line is there? And he's mad at her after not hiring her to run the vineyard. Exactly. But then I thought, like, maybe, maybe it's more, maybe it's more deep than that. Like, he's mad at himself that he's losing a very important component to his business because he really messed some things up on the financial side of things yes. and ha- was forced to hire like somebody else to kind of like get him out of the weeds or whatever and he's more mad at himself than he is mad at her yeah and maybe scared that she'll end up in the same position and takes that out and makes it look like anger yeah i saw- i was just so disappointed i was like can Can a dad just be like, that's my girl. Like, you know? How can I help you? Let me support you. Yes. I didn't love that. I was just. mm. At the end. Mm -hmm. When they, after they have their little grape cutting competition. Mm -hmm. Not the one where they had like. It was the one where was happening at Sorrento. You know, they had that one earlier where they were like racing to like cut. First of all, do you cut grapes off at the bottom? I don't know how like wineries work. don't know. No idea. But I'm talking about the Sorrento competition that they had of like whose grapes were gonna weigh the most basically. And he says, I know the results of the competition. And she goes, I already know the winner. And that's the end. And I was like, I wanna know the winner. I think she means like, We won because we have each other. I know. I want to know who actually won. Me too. Me too. Whose grapes were better? Me too. That's that's what I wish for. Do you have any? We already did mine. Oh, just one, huh? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about did you see that. Um, So when mom and dad, Carla and Charles, are at a diner Mm -hmm. at one point, I'm pretty sure it's the mom and dad at the diner someone's at a diner there is a waitress named elise they're like hey elise she comes over they order like they greet her by name she doesn't speak mm-hmm. like they place their orders she like nods and walks away it's glaring that she doesn't speak and i'm like i wonder if they would have had to pay her more if she had like a, a, a line, line. Like, i'll be right back oh but interesting no speaking. and they even address her by name huh nate's always dressed like he's getting ready to teach school yes <laughs> a button down shirt tucked in like always. I was like all you're missing is a tie dude and you're yeah. working in the vineyard. I mean, it, I thought it led nicely to the jabs that she was giving him about like not getting his hands dirty, but yeah. always was like I'm ready to go into the office. Yes. I felt like that about Cassie in Napa Ever After. Yeah. She was always Dressed a little bit more nicely than she should have been for cruising through the vineyard. I got to tell you, these vineyard movies, we've watched two of them now in the span of two weeks. It gives me a little bit of anxiety because I can't even care for my backyard, let alone <laughs> acres of grapes. Right. I wouldn't even know where to start. Well, apparently they don't actually need that much water. They're very hardy. They'd so, have to be to thrive in California. Yeah. I, do, I, I, I don't It stresses me out, to be honest. Agree. I'm... Um, Why was Hannah Ali Lieber always dressed like a 50s housewife (laughs) at the beginning of this movie? Like, she transitioned into, like, some, like, regular clothes, but, like, she was a hairdresser. Uh Is this right? But Uh she was always in, like, a 50s-style dress. Yeah, it's just her style. That's how we make her look quirky. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. And my note here, the smoke from the fire disappears in front of her eyes on the wind. I know. It was funny. Never mind that it would stick around for days. No. And Megan lives in an area that burned pretty bad several years ago. Remember you had to leave your home? October 2020. I remember oh, it well. October. What yeah. a shit year. Yeah. Um I well, I remember it was October because I remember it was the week of Halloween. And we took when we evacuated, we took our Halloween costume. Oh. My husband called. He's like, can you make sure to grab my Halloween costume in case we couldn't get back in the house? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm sorry. And my mom had COVID that week. Such a bad year. I remember I was surviving purely on adrenaline that week, just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling for news of. Is our house still there? Yeah, it wasn't like I was like, I could be like, come to our house, because maybe you have COVID. You know what I mean? I know. It was like crazy. But that smoke hung around a long time, right? That was bad. Yeah. And I remember going to Home Depot afterwards to replace all our air filters, and everybody else was there with carts full of air filters, because we had to clean out our houses. Yeah. Anyway, what'd you rate this movie? 3.5 stars. What'd you give it? (laughs) 4.75. Stop. I really enjoyed it. I'm blown away. I liked their relationship so much so that I want to watch the second and third movie. Well maybe we'll just have to, but I'm sorry. It's a fan favorite for a reason. I agree. I mean Guys, please. I gave Tyler Hines' movie 2.5. 3.75 is a huge step up. It is, but 4.75, Wendy never gives those scores. Oh, that's like a three wise men and a baby rating. I know, I'm sorry, I liked it. Don't be sorry, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. We hope you're loving this fan favorite fall movie series. And if you are, leave us a review, a rating of five stars, and let us know your favorite Hallmark movie. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.